Fads come and go, and nowhere more than in the world of weight loss. That's why Noom's weight management programs are made to last. Noom uses science and personalization to help you manage your weight for the long term. Their psychology-based approach helps you build better habits and behaviors that are easier to maintain. The best part? You decide how Noom fits into your life, not the other way around. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com to sign up for your trial today. What is happening? Welcome to the Boss Pitch Podcast. Your morning pitching podcast from Pitchels.com. My name is Nick Pollock. Today is June 20th. Happy Juneteenth. And yes, we are going to talk about baseball. Jackson Tetrialt was my lead today in the SP Roundup. Seven innings, but zero to run six. It's two walks, two Ks. And if you want to know why I think about it, well, you should have PL Plus. So thank you all so much for having that. And those that don't, well, you shouldn't be here. You shouldn't be here. Anyway, uh, with Tetrialt, it's a good start, obviously. But I don't really buy that he's that good. Two strikeouts here, I think, tells the rest five whiffs. I mean, you kind of know that this isn't really that kind of guy. Four-seamer did well, got a lot of called strikes. The cutter's okay, and there are times that he throws like 97, and that's really cool, but he really settled at 94, 95. Maybe he works against the Rangers, but I don't think you need to go off and get him. Ian Anderson went against the Cubs, had a good start, but it was a really low substrike, uh, sorry, strike rate across the board. I think it just kind of worked in his favor this time instead of the other kind of starts that we saw before. This isn't really him turning it around. Jared Koenig did well against the Royals and had zero strikeouts in 5.2 innings. All right. Kenny Rosenberg isn't anything to look at as well. 4.2 innings and one strikeout. No thanks. Austin Voth, or Voth, to, you know, Voth, I believe, 2.2 innings. It was a bullpen game uh, as Jordan Lyles was a scratch. Christian Javier went against the White Sox, five innings and one and run, which is all right. I think his command is overall okay. Uh, fastballs were generally up and breakers were all right. Four walks. Um, yeah, not great. And now he gets the Yankees, and it's a little bit of a gamble uh, to see that one's going to pan out. I kind of don't want to do it. Merrill Kelly went against the Twins and got the win. Seven innings of one and run, five strikeouts, five at zero walks, which is really nice. Now he gets the Tigers next. That's great. The fastball velocity, 93.8. I think that's the highest I've seen all year from Merrill Kelly. That's awesome to see. Hopefully that does stick around and means that the changeup, even though it wasn't as stellar as we have seen, it still was really, you know, the whole start was good because of that heater and curveball. Uh, Nick Pavetta is rolling. Seven innings, 10 strikeouts, four walks, four hits, one earned run. Really awesome to see. 37% CSW on that four seamer as it dominated. Curve was inconsistent. It was about a 50% strike rate. Uh, the uh, the slider was better. He was thrown less often than the curve, but still good. And Pavetta's just kind of doing his thing. Do I think it's going to last the whole year? No. But you keep going with it. And Tony Sensatello don't care. Mitch Keller don't really care either. Uh, his breaking balls earned a 2 for 35 whiff rate. It was very interesting to see him go sinker heavy instead of four seamers. We've been seeing this. Guys all of a sudden that are four seamer guys all of a sudden switching to sinkers instead as their primary heater. And that's so strange to me. But hey, he won six innings and one to run here. Uh, I don't think that Keller becomes this ratio guy, right? That doesn't get strikeouts, but relies on a good ERA and whip now? Nah, not buying this. Andrew Heaney returned five innings, one to run, five hits, one walk, and seven strikeouts. You think, oh, it's just more of the same. It was against the Guardians. This was very strange. Andrew Heaney had an amazing slider command, had amazing slider command early in the season. First two starts of the year, down and into righties and down and away to lefties. He kept it in that same spot, down and glove side. Now, he didn't have that slider in the start. This was all fastballs doing it. That's not it for Andrew Heaney. I get a little bit worried that 
there's something still off. And that was a major question mark for Heaney entering the season. I didn't think his command was going to get fixed. So we'll see. I'm curious what we'll get next. Hopefully that slider does return in full. Sandy Alcantara, you are bay. <laughs> eight innings, two and runs, six hits, one walk, and eight strikeouts against the Mets. 16 whiffs. I mean, what else do we need to say here? He has seven wins. It was nine all of last year. I remember the biggest criticism I got about Alcantara was that he wouldn't get wins. And I said, ah, wins schmins. He'll get them. It's fine. Shane Bieber went opposite Andrew Heaney against the Diners. I was a little worried about this one because that fastball velocity has been about 90 to 91. 61, sorry, 61. 6.1 innings, two and runs, seven hits, one walk, and nine strikeouts. Aren't a golden goal. It's 19 whiffs and 39% CSW for Bieber. Amazing. 91-92. It was around 90.5 in this, which is much better for Bieber. It's not the 93-94. But still, more ticks the better here. And the slider and curve were just insane. I covered him this morning for the YouTube video. You should watch that. See how good that slider was. I think he threw one fastball as he struck out the side. It's pretty awesome. And right now, he deserves ace is going to ace because it's just that good in his breaking balls. Do I think that he's going to go without struggles? No, but I don't think anyone outside of the top five or so are really good, immune to that at this point, right? So yeah, ace is going to ace. Good job, Shane Bieber. Logan Gilbert, six innings, two and runs, four hits, zero walks, and six strikeouts. Ten was 27% sees W for Gilbert. The slider wasn't very good, but the curve and uh, really the, 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 not the, yeah, the curve, not the changeup, um, did well here. I don't really think it's going to be that consistent for him. I, but nine out of ten strikes with the curve is fine. Uh, that's, that's okay. I mean, just keep going with Gilbert. I don't think he's going to ex- excel to be an SB2 or so, but I don't really think that anyone believes that he's a 2-5 ERA guy, you know? Uh, Corey Kluber against the Orioles. Six innings, two and runs, four hits, one walk, and six strikeouts. Solid stuff here from Kluber, right? He pounded his own ever with everything. Didn't get a ton of whiffs, but he did what he needed to do, and now he gets the Pirates. Cool. We're fine with that. Andre Pallante against the Red Sox. Eh, he gets the Cubs next, and... There really isn't enough there. I'm I'm, I'm intrigued by him because he throws hard, 95 mile per hour four seamers, but but as breaker wasn't that exceptional. And I mean, I'm happy he survived against the Red Sox. And I guess the Cubs and that could be okay, but eh, I'm not necessarily going after the MI12 teamer. Chris Archer only went four innings, so whatever. Alex Cobb just won four innings, 60 pitches against the Pittsburgh Pirates. Hopefully he goes 70 75 against the Reds next time. It could be five strong innings. I'm okay with it, but I'm not thrilled about it. Chris Bassett went six shutout, and then allowed three uh, on route to the Marlins running away with this one. Uh, he's the guy. He's the guy that we want him to be. Don't worry about a thing. Six point winnings, three and runs, five hits, two walks, nine strikeouts. Yeah, he's great. Uh, Adrian Hauser against the Reds. Yeah, whatever. Uh, same with Brady Singer against the Athletics. Couldn't pull off a poor quality start. Five point winnings of three and runs. He's a cherry bomb, and that's just kind of the nature of it. Drew Hudson, that's a name, and who cares? <laughs> you say Kikuchi went against the Yankees. It's the third time doing it. The first, the last two, he was exceptional, and he wasn't here. He goes against the Brewers. I don't want to go for it. Mike Miner is still frozen bananas. He went against the Brewers. Michael Kopech went against the Astros. Five innings, four and runs, seven hits, one walk, and four strikeouts. Ninety-four on the heater. Ugh. Ninety-five is when I was like, ah, but ninety-four. I mean, the knee injury they left in this earlier start on Monday last week. I would imagine that's what's affecting him here. They they removed fluid from his knee. He said he felt much better, but maybe there's something here. Maybe he just needs one start to kind of get back into it. He goes against the Orioles. I think I'd still start him there. It's just, I want I want a good Kopech. Blake Snell went in cores, and 
you know, you can't really grade him too harshly for that. At the same time, I am actually kind of excited that he went full forcing your slider here. I don't know if that was the nature of cores. Maybe he was struggling, but that's what he went for. And if you could command that, I mean, if get the, you know, really control the four seamer inside the zone, you know, you can do great things. You just can't have a 50% zone rate or strike rate on your four seamer. That's bad. That's what it was here. You can't really blame cores for that. That's Snell. So I will judge him a little bit on the list for that today. Zach Eflin went two innings and had knee trouble. And I think you can just drop him at the moment in your 12-teamers. Luis Severino went against the Jays and ran into a little bit of trouble. Nine strikeouts in five innings, but five earned runs, three eights, four walks. Jays, fine. Still an ace. Slider is legit. 47% CSW. Dane Dunning was the stream pick of the day. And, oh, not good against the Tigers. Just, just move on. Uh, Kyle Hendricks against the uh, Atlanta Braves. Yeah, cherry bomb. This is not classic Hendricks. All right, looking forward to today. Not too many starts today, uh, but we have a lot of aces. Corbin Burns, Garrett Cole, Shane McClanahan, Max Free, Logan Webb, Yu Darvish, and Jose Barrios. Yes, Barrios, he's the great undulator. You do that, and Darvish is going against the Snakes. Like, this is all easy. Probable starts here. Yeah, Miles Michael is coming off of the 129 pitch, almost a no-hitter last time. I do wonder if there will be a little bit of fatigue over, uh, yeah, lasting or lingering is the word I'm looking for against the Brewers. I still start him. Lance Lynn and Noah Syndergaard, too. Syndergaard gets the Royals. That should be easier, but not as high of a floor. Or, sorry, of a ceiling. And Lance Lynn is going against the Jays. And I think that he'll shake off more rust. I know it's still ill, but usually still is about one. It could be two, and it is the Jays. I understand people want this in the questionable start tier. I think if I have Lance Lynn, I'm just going to start him. Questionable start tier, we have Zach Davies as our streamer, as this changeup has been really good lately. And gets the Padres as a right-hander. Okay. JT Brubaker could be considered. Um, same with Caleb Killian going against each other. Says Brubaker against the Cubs and Killian against the Pirates. Killian just walked five guys with zero strikeouts. I consider that more of a day as opposed to who he is. So against the Pirates, that could come through. While Brubaker has had moments, and especially against the Cubs, that could come out. Uh, David Peterson, Trevor Rogers, Josh Mikowski, Alex Fiedo, and Chris Bubich are in the do not start here. I don't trust Peterson slider being there. Trevor Rogers has been just a whirlwind. Uh, Winkowski is kind of interesting as he goes against the Tigers. That could be five innings with a win if you really want to chase it, but I don't really think that he's all that special. Alex Fayeda's on the other side of that one and just blew up. And now he gets the, the Red Sox. No thanks. And Chris Bubich could not care at all. So today is Monday. And what we do, as of course you guys know, is I go through the list. And I just kind of give my loose feelings about how I'm go- how things are going to shape on the, on the list. And top tier remains the same of Burns, Cole, McClanahan, Wheeler, Alcantara. Maybe Alcantara goes higher. Mm-hmm. We'll see. I'll probably just leave it this week. Um, in tier two, it's pretty much the same. I think I'll pull down Gaussman underneath, or Gaussman rather, underneath Rodon at the very least, if not Manoa. Uh, but Musgrove and Verlander, same stuff there. Now, tier three, I'm going to be separating out. I might open tier four. Um, to include Montas and Scooble and maybe Cease, and then give the Aces going to Ace to Nola Bieber and Severino as they deserve it, and then just have that with Kershaw. So Kershaw is at 17, uh, and then that is Tier 3. And then Tier 4 has Montas, Scooble, Cease, right? Um, I think that makes a lot of sense right now. Uh, Arias is going to be at the top of that one. He's very close to getting the Aces going to Ace tag. The problem is that he has a 22% strikeout rate. Uh, Cortez and Lynn and Webb and Bassett and Ray, Otani, Gallon don't really change. I think Bassett goes up. Ray, I don't really know. I mean, it's, it's about where, how do we feel about Montas, Scooble, Cortez right now? And Lynn, relative to like Webb, Bassett, and Ray. 
Otani just kind of stays here, and that's the name of the game <laughs> because of his injury questions and how little he pitches. I could theoretically put him at 18, and that might make everyone happy because then all the aces going to ace are separate. We'll see. Uh, you Darvish, uh, Castilla, right, Barrios in tier five. I mean, I think this just sticks around as it is. Maybe Manaya gets out of it as I bring Shane Boz into it. Uh, Tony Gonson goes into that as well. Uh, Joe Ryan, Logan Gilbert, Sandoval, Snell, Morden, Gore. Snell is going down. Morden probably goes up above. Yeah, he probably goes into tier five now. So it's been three starts of his stuff being excellent. So Boz, Gonsolin, and Morden all go into tier five. Um, Ryan stays around here. Gilba stays around here. Uh, and then I might I might shift this where like Snell and Gore and Sandoval fall a little. We'll see. Sandoval didn't have the changeup again. And it's really annoying. He had a one peak and then fell back down. Uh, tier sevens. Oh, man. Eric Lauer needs to keep falling. Uh, but at the same time, I mean, Teller McGill gets removed, uh, which is just so frustrating. I think Valdez and Montgomery go into that tier six while the other guys go back down to tier seven. Strider's coming up. Um, Pavetta's coming up. Dom Gray's coming up. I think that seems right. Uh, now it's getting really messy. I'm going to struggle with this today. Wish me luck. Um, let's see. In tier nine, Rasmussen is on the IL. I was going to drop him anyway. He's on the IL. Uh, Anderson goes up, I think. I mean, the guy just almost threw a no-hitter. Uh, yeah, I mean, nothing really drastic here. Uh, tier 10, I got to keep following Trevor Rogers. Eric Cabrera's on the IL. Uh, Martin Perez goes back up a bit. It was better. Zach Eflin gets removed. Man, this is a... Uh, tier 11. Um, nothing too much of a change. I think I'm going to raise up Talon Walker. Although Graham Ashcraft does fall. Marco Gonzalez rises a little. And then tier 12, I just have these interesting young arms. And all of them did not pan out, I think. I mean, Mitch Keller is a little bit more interesting. But Caleb Killian and Andre Pallante and Cutter Crawford, Braxton Garrett, Matt Swarm, all of them just faltered. <laughs> they were interesting. And they had good matchups. But yeah, it didn't work. Uh, and then uh, tier 13, is anyone that's really going to soar here? No. <laughs> They're all just Toby. I mean, Arkady probably. He, I think he started looking better. And Gibson does a little deserves more love above those twelve uh, tier twelve guys, but uh, no, yeah, this is a uh, pretty dang boring. But so yeah, that, I mean that's it, fun stuff, right? <laughs> In my head, it's like oh, there really aren't these massive sweeping changes this week, but uh, I'm sure I'm going to struggle immensely with that tier six to tier ten situation. So that's like thirty eight to sixty, which is always the problem. But anyway, that's going to do it. I'll be streaming at 1 o'clock, so definitely tune in for that. But that's it. So my name is Nick Pollock. And may your babas below and your strikeouts high.